And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Friday, November 6th, and we are recording this after the close of trading on Thursday. So here's what we know. We are not done with this election yet, not by a long shot, but stock investors seem to be quite thrilled that there was no blue wave, red wave, let's call it a, it's like a purple trickle. And uh, essentially, this is the bet that a divided government means there won't be a lot more regulation. There may be a lower amount of stimulus, but there won't be some huge tax increase that goes through. Who knows? In the last week, we've seen the stock market recover all the losses that we saw in the previous week. So take a deep breath. We are going to get a jobs report out today. It's expected that somewhere between six and 700,000 jobs added, anything below the September 661,000 would certainly confirm that we are seeing a slowdown in job growth. The pace has been decelerating every month since June. That's when the economy added 4.8 million jobs. And the unemployment rate expected to be, I don't know, seven and a half to eight percent. We'll wait to see. I still think it's really important to watch the number of people who are not working, the folks who are taking themselves out of the labor force. We're really going to focus on that in the months ahead. I'll tell you all about that tomorrow after we have the report. But now let's do what we can do. Let's get to your questions. Marie says, I plan to pay down my mortgage by $100,000. Should I pay this to my current bank now or wait until the closing of the new refinancing? Huh? Listen, Marie, if you're going to refi, then it all happens automatically. Don't worry about that. If, if I'm missing something, this, this all gets paid off at closing. Don't do anything now, okay? Roger wants to know, can you clarify some things you said in a recent article on after-tax plan contributions? Okay. I'm retired, and I have a retirement account. It's made up of rollovers from places I have worked. Uh, They include some mutual funds, also some individual stocks. I believe, but I'm not 100% sure, that all of the monies are pre-tax contributions. What? Except for the individual stocks, which I purchase inside of the retirement account using money from sales inside of the retirement account. Okay, but that's all pre-tax. I think that's all pre-tax. In other words, if if you sold a mutual fund, then you had a money market inside of your retirement account, and then you bought stocks, that stock was still inside of the retirement account. So Roger goes on and says, when I start withdrawing, will I be taxed on all the money I withdraw at whatever tax rate I'm in at the time? Yes, 
Absolutely. Does not sound like your contributions were post-tax. If I'm missing something, follow up with me, but it sounds to me like this is all pre-tax. And then you will be taxed at wherever your tax bracket is at the time. James writes, I'm 62 years old and I'm a retired postal carrier. I worked there 34 years. I'm going to move from New York to South Carolina to be with our children. That's so great. My wife has three more years to work with a state retirement before we can move. Hmm. Okay. So James says, I have 484000 in my thrift savings plan. Hmm. And I'm taking $1,500 a month from it. I get $1,800 from Social Security, $1,405 from my pension. Hmm. That's all very good. We have a house to sell. It's worth about $150,000. But the house we want is more than our house here. Oh, gosh. So either we have to take money from my thrift or we have to take out a mortgage. Um, they want to take twenty grand a year from the thrift for three years. With a 20% tax on the money with 12, my question is better for us to take money from my thrift or, okay, James, here's the deal. Do not take money out of your thrift savings plan. Do get a mortgage. Mortgage rates are so low. And you know what? You guys are going to have income. And that means you're still going to have taxes. You know, you can write off against the mortgage potentially. So uh, I think absolutely get a small mortgage, don't take money out of the thrift and don't look back, shop around, but mortgage rates are so low. It's, it's much better. And, and I would really prefer you keeping that thrift savings plan intact. All right. This is from Robert. He says, dear Jill, literally, I just stumbled upon your radio program this morning. How nice. A timely and convenient accident incident. Given that I'm a retired senior with about $100,000 in the stock market, I'm no stranger to nor afraid of risk. <laughs> Concomitantly, which is a fantastic word and hard to say on the air, I'm considering cashing out to purchase exchange-traded funds, mutual funds, index funds, or annuities, and spend less time researching and trading individual stocks. While I anticipate having to pay fees and commissions, I would prefer small expense. Please advise. Okay, Robert. If your money is in a taxable account, yes, of course, you would have to pay whatever the taxes do. But if this is a retirement account, then there's no tax due. And then you can just go to any, any investment house. And in fact, depending on where the money is right now, you may want to move it entire account into a discount brokerage firm. So when I say a discount brokerage firm, what does that mean? It means um, something like Charles Schwab. It means something like T. Rowe Price or Fidelity or Vanguard into any brokerage account. And you can sell whatever's in there. And usually it's kind of 0% commission right now and probably pretty low fees. And then you can buy a bunch of index funds and that's it. And that's what I would do. If I'm missing something or maybe you've got some I'm really first question is, is this a taxable account or is it tax deferred? because we want to know if there's tax that's going to be due. And the second thing is, depending on where the money is held, you may want to move it before you make these transactions. Oh, yeah. And as Mark says, do not buy an annuity. The only thing we think you should buy is index funds. Okay, that's it. Well, you can do exchange traded funds if you want, but that's it. No annuities. Hey, here's another postal worker. Yeah, the postal workers like me. You know what? I love my postal workers. I do. John writes, I'm a 70-year-old retired postal worker 
I've got approximately $270,000 in the thrift savings plan. I'm getting $27,000 a year in social security, 17,000 in a pension. My wife is 59 years old and still working. Now that's a good game plan, right? Get a younger spouse and make sure that person works while you kick back, right? Okay. The wife has 300,000 in a 401k. She makes about 120 grand a year. What? Mark, this is impossible. They, he writes, we are in credit card debt to the tune of around $110,000 due to being stupid with timeshares. Oh my God. As my mother-in-law likes to say and said very presciently to my brother-in-law who had just been very happy about and kicking up his heels about buying a timeshare, my mother-in-law looked at him and said, timeshares are for suckers. All right. Uh, John goes on to say, the problem is that my wife has been told the company she works for is going out of business because of coronavirus and she will be terminated um, next year, early next year. He says, I told her we should withdraw from the thrift savings plan and pay off everything except our house and vehicles. She thinks we should wait until after January 1st to help with the tax burden this year. Chances of her finding a comparable job is slim. We've kicked around the idea of moving out of the country to live on my income. Do you have suggestions for us? We will greatly appreciate it. All right. First of all, do not take any money out of any retirement plan. It is time for you to start negotiating with this credit card company. You know, you have all the money that's now sheltered, right? What you may want to think about is actually because you have money in retirement account and money in a thrift savings plan, do not move these funds at all. Don't take any money out. These are protected against creditors. It may be worth your while considering whether you should actually declare bankruptcy. That's something you should go talk to a lawyer about. I would talk to a lawyer. That's what I would do immediately and get some good advice about what is the best way to get out of this $110,000. I can't even, it's just awful. Is there anything worse? Like you make a mistake and then it's now compounded because it's credit card debt? Oh, okay. That's it. That is the show. Uh, You know, we've got a very fun weekend treat for you. Uh, We were recently um, excited because we were able to interview Carrie Schwab Pomerantz, as in Charles Schwab's daughter. And so we thought it would be fun to re-air part of our interview that we had conducted with her father, Charles Schwab. So it's a Schwab weekend here at the Jill on Money show. We will be doing dropping that into your feed on Saturday and Sunday. And of course, if you have a financial question, don't forget to send us an email. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. And if you wouldn't mind, uh, if you could be very forward with some of your friends who are worried about their money, just send them this link and say, hey, you should subscribe to the Jill on Money podcast. We would love that. And if you could leave us a rating or a review, we would so appreciate that. Because why, Mark? Why did I care about that? Because it matters. Mark says it matters. Oh, because Mark wants a thousand reviews by the end of the year. And we're very close. So and, and this is in the Apple store, right, Mark? Okay, so in the Apple store, please leave us a rating and a review. We would very much appreciate that. You'll give Mark his early Christmas present of 1,000 reviews. We're very close. Okay, that is it for the program. As always, especially as this virus is just spiking all over the country, please wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain that physical distancing, and try to lift somebody else up today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.